Now let's talk about launching a podcast because there's a lot of confusion uh, among people out there. You know, when do I launch? Uh, if I'm already getting featured consistently, do I even need to have my own show? So I want to address a couple of those things and talk about how do you know when it's the right time to launch? So no matter how consistently you're getting featured, you always need your own platform. That's my belief. Because you need a place where you can publicly claim a position as the recognized leader in your niche, a place where you control the content, the format, the frequency, and the calls to action, right? So to me, what I always recommend is the next stage in the new media machine uh, and, and just the entire journey of becoming micro-famous is to launch your own podcast, right? It's your online home for branded long-form content. As thought leaders, that's where we show up and deliver our best content is on our podcast. Now, a podcast can be a blend of audio video, uh, it can be live, it can be pre-recorded, whatever. Right now, the ideal podcast is audio on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, maybe a video on YouTube with both embedded on your website. So you can feature a combination of conversations with influencers, success stories with clients, solo episodes where you speak directly to the audience. I recommend recording everything in a platform like Zoom, which can be easily leveraged into other forms of content. The key is really just to find the podcast format that works best for you first. And then you're going to distribute that podcast on new media platforms so your audience can consume the podcast in a way that works best for them. Now, beyond the whole tactical side, what a podcast does is it serves a very critical function in your new media machine. It is a magnet that attracts like-minded people and cultivates them into ideal clients over time. Like-minded people are drawn into, the, into your audience in several ways, right? Some might find your podcast through search or word of mouth. Uh, some might find you through podcast interviews or, or, or your social media. Some are referred to you, but then use your podcast to check out how credible you are and learn about your point of view, right? This happens all the time. In the world of microfamous, we're really only concerned with like-minded people, right? The goal of our podcast isn't to attract the largest possible audience. And some people just simply aren't like-minded. They're never going to agree with our clear and compelling idea. They're never going to share our beliefs. They come for the wrong reasons. In other words, they'll never become ideal clients. So my perspective on that is let them come and go. Like the podcast isn't for them. The function of a podcast is to build an audience of like-minded people. Some of those are going to be ideal clients now, and the rest will need cultivating. But once you have an audience of like-minded people, your podcast is going to draw them closer to a client relationship by doing a lot of things. It's going to build authority and trust. It's going to set a vision of the results you promise. It's going to communicate in a relentless rhythm. It's going to deliver content that cultivates new beliefs, and it's going to offer clear and understandable calls to action right? Now, we don't have time to go into all the tactics of a podcast, but there is something, uh, a couple things that I want to say about when to launch a podcast. And to me, one of the best reasons um, to launch a podcast is because you figured out that you can build the podcast that your ideal clients are looking for. So the way to do this is to step outside of your goals, your interests, your motivations, you know, maybe just the cool factor of podcasting and really put others first. Talk to your ideal clients and find out where they hang out online. What are their favorite forms of content? What's their favorite places for uh, business development content? Uh, where are they looking for solutions to the problems, right? What types of content are they consuming every day? Uh, for small, lucrative niches, 
in-depth content is the key, right? To reach current ideal clients, you got to deliver the content they're looking for, but can't find somewhere else, right? A really great question to ask yourself is what content are they not getting from other podcasts or what kind of content are they sifting through a bunch of podcasts looking for, right? So think about if, if your ideal client, if they're listening to a podcast right now, maybe only every fifth episode actually matters to them. Well, why is that? What are they getting out of that episode that they're skipping all the other ones to, to get to? That's And maybe you can create a podcast that gives them just that, that they're looking for, right? Look for ways to give them exactly what they're looking for. Another good question is, can you give them content that they would happily pay for, right? That's the way to create a podcast that grows really fast because it answers a real urgent need in the market. Now, another time to launch a a podcast is when you know that you can build it around relentless rhythm, right? Because more content isn't better. Better content and more promotion is better. Now, let me say that again. More content isn't better. Better content and more promotion is better, right? So to build trust, we've got to communicate with our audience in relentless, consistent rhythm. We've got to show up every week for months and years. It's a big commitment. So I recommend that you only commit to what's sustainable for you. Right, because podcasts take time to find an audience. I, I find that you can get immediate results, you can get quick wins, you can build up referral partners, you can do a, some amazing things in the short run with the podcast. But man alive, around the 12 to 18 month mark is when things really start to typically take off. It's when your audience numbers start to, you know, you might see doubling, you might see tripling, you, you start to see a lot of the attention, the accolades come in, you start to see the speaking opportunities roll in. There's a lot of things you can do in the short term, but podcasting has an amazing compound effect. Like it is a living visceral example of the power of the compound effect in real life. So keep that in mind that commit to what you know you can do over the long run. And when you have those couple of things that you know you can build a podcast that ideal clients are looking for, you know that you have a clear and compelling idea to share, and you know what kind of rhythm you can commit to, to me, that's a great time to launch a podcast. And if you're curious about that, you can reach out to us. There's links uh, to our website. You can learn more about our service where we actually do all the work for you of launching and producing a podcast. If you're in the, in the thought leadership space, if you're in the coaching, consulting, speaking, writing world, uh, we'd love to talk to you about that. But to me, if you get that right, a lot of other things fall into place. Growing a podcast, especially growing an audience for a podcast, is not about growth hacking. It's not about tactics. In fact, I think a lot of the battles for whether a podcast is successful and grows or not are won and lost before a podcast ever hits iTunes. So it's very important to get the strategy right before you ever launch a podcast. That's actually why I wrote the Micro Famous book because I was seeing the difference between people that had a strategy versus those that didn't. And it flowed all the way down into the results they got from their marketing, like getting interviewed and launching their own podcast and sharing things on social media, right? All those things are more effective when you have the right strategy in place. So that's what I wanted to share about launching your podcast. In the next episode, we will finish things out and talk about the next steps. 